0: What is going on, everybody? <laughs>
1: what's up, man?
0: Matt Major, Matt Major show, back again, doing a a test show with Tuttle. Oh yeah. But uh,
1: what what's the weather like up there right now?
0: Uh, it's not bad. I mean, it's a little cold. It's been snowing for the last couple of days, but today it's clear and it's you know. Yeah,
1: I don't know what that is. <laughs>
0: Have you ever you ever seen snow? you ever been in a place where there was I've snow? seen
1: it on the ground. I've never been where when when it's falling. You know, like I've been to New York before when you see that stereotypical dirty New York snow that's okay. that's all black and yep. junk.
0: It's all the uh, the road salt and the trash and and all that stuff that gets plowed up into it. but
1: bomb urine,
0: yeah, so last week, we had a a good time. I think we had a great show. The only issue that we had, and that's why we were doing a test show, but the the levels, audio levels, were shitty on Tuttle's end, honestly, and that was my fault, not his. But that's something that during the stream it was maybe a little low, and then afterwards, when everything gets mixed down, it was uh, even worse. So, so I apologize I mean, how do I for that. The
1: how do I sound today? Am I good today?
0: I think you should be good. I've got things cranked up, and, and from what I can see on the indicators anyway, you are right where I am volume-wise. So as long as it's good, we'll find out. Once we get rolling, we'll get a few people in the <laughs> chat, and hopefully they can tell us. But we're also, we're normally going to be on Twitch. Twitch is the home base, twitch.tv slash Matt But today you might be seeing us on Facebook and a few of these other places. The reason for that is, I didn't cancel my Restream subscription fast enough and I paid for it for another month, so I figured, fuck it, for a test show, I might as well, you know, blast it to everywhere. So we're on Facebook and Periscope and Twitch and and all that as well, but the home base is going to be Twitch. Uh, Oh,
1: so so what are you using, a service that streams it to all your platforms?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Restream, it's called. There's a few different ways to do it. Restream is one of the uh, more popular and one of the cheaper ways to do it. And I had this for a project for a client, actually. That's the only reason I paid for this uh, subscription. But checking in on the chat, we got a couple of folks in there telling us that the audio is good. And, and, Tuttle, you sound good. Oh, awesome. So I'm pretty happy with that. That that makes my day as terms of test shows go. Uh, Tuttle, I wanted to – I know you've got a little bit of limited time today. So i got a couple of things that are – uh, a little particular to you and us, so I'll I'll jump into those without right. too much uh, delay. The one thing I want to talk about is just real quickly. You know, I'm in the content game, both with this type of show and in the different efforts, but also my business. I help businesses make content for marketing efforts and and things like that. So, yesterday you were plugging your YouTube channel, as you do yeah. many times. And it got me thinking, you know, as we discuss content, why don't we kind of together look at what Tuttle's got going on and and not really critique it, but rather <laughs> talk about the things that you're doing from a, a, a content business strategy. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love, I'd love to hear this.
0: Um, so I'm going to pull up his YouTube channel, and I'll get that on the screen for you here.
1: Ah, uh, one uh, of them right, just... got a pull right, right. here. Got an auto uh,
0: deal, which you can probably hear. Well, let's see, we want this one. So, if you're not a subscriber, you should jump onto YouTube, look for Tuttle, hit that little subscribe button, because he's got all kinds of cool shit. On top of hanging out with me, you know, Tuttle does a daily podcast, which is both an audio and a video version every day. Right, Tuttle?
1: Well, whenever I do interviews, what I've been doing is uh, I've been doing the interviews on Zoom. And then I take the video, put those up on my YouTube channel, and then I take the audio and put it on the podcast as well, too. So I don't do the whole shows on on YouTube.
0: Gotcha. So... And I think that's a a common strategy, right? People will purposely split up. They'll have some highlights on one platform. They'll have a full episode on another platform, and the idea is to get folks to jump around to all of them. I think that's that's reasonable. So from a critique standpoint, the one thing I want to say is when I look at your channel, I don't see you have anything other than this highlight I don't see you having anything that's that's really commanding me to look at something.
1: You yeah. oh, I mean? yeah. <laughs> So
0: so what I mean by that is, you know, obviously you can highlight this one video here, but you don't. I have don't even know why that one's up there
1: though. Up. I don't even know. Like, I didn't. I didn't decide to pick that channel or that that video. I mean, it's kind of weird. I guess they just threw it up there. It's not like I. I was like, oh, this is my best one. I got to put up here.
0: It it might be, you know, there might be some algorithm based on it's one of the more popular ones or more searched for or some type of shit. Do you
1: wanna know if you if you wanna search my 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 most popular video I ever put up there it wasn't even something I found. I found it it was of a mother and, and I've been talking about this on the show lately. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not I'm not against parents punishing their kids, but when they do this whole I'm going going to embarrass you on my social media, like, like embarrass them and stuff like that. I'm like, God, these people, that should be straight up child abuse, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree. And that's that's kind of funny that and it's from six years ago. I'm looking at, you know, on the screen now, two hundred and eighty seven thousand views.
1: Yes, people loved it. And it was just some dumb video I found that I posted up there. And, and it's like it gets all these hits. And I'm like, OK,
0: yeah. That's that's the interesting thing about YouTube. And that's the thing, just to take a quick side note, people talk about publishing too much or posting too much or putting too much out there. You know, Gary Vee has this stance on that where you never know what post is going to go crazy. Uh, and I wholeheartedly subscribe to that. Because of the algorithms, because of other things, you never know. Uh, you know, because you carefully craft every post, right? You try to make it so people will want to pick it up, the search engines will pick it up, all this shit. 90% of the time, they don't. Nothing happens, right? But randomly, and often on videos you would never expect, suddenly they go viral and half a million people see them. And that's the reason you you want to put as much as you can out there. I mean, not pure shit, obviously, but anything that you have that's that's halfway decent post, on your platforms, load up in your text, do these different things, because uh, you know, like you see here with Tuttle, this random video out of hundreds that he has, two hundred eighty-seven thousand views.
1: And then that second most popular one was I took a video of Carmen from the Mike Calta show doing jumping jacks that got me thirty-four.
0: Yeah, I mean thirst traps, for unfortunately, I might say, always seem to win. <laughs> And it's weird the way that goes. And, and and I don't even know necessarily what to say about it. But, hey, you know, that works. Uh, your Jose Baez video.
1: Yeah, I got that one when I was covering the Casey Anthony trial.
0: Yeah, you, you're you Johnny on the spot. We talked about this last time. You're great for, uh, well, we talked about you doing, like, the man on the street interviews. But you're yeah. also great for the, like, investigative reporter Ambush a guy outside the courthouse type of shit, and and I guess this was one of those cases, right? You were, you were yeah, he,
1: him? he yeah he gave the double like uh, double like gun salute like pow, <laughs> like <laughs> walking out. It was it was kind of cool, but uh, but I mean I got a whole bunch of video there. I got like. But then I used to find cool videos I'd like. I'd post them up there. I know that I'm kind of jacking other people's material, but I, I would put it up there. I don't do that anymore. That, that stuff is like from way long time ago.
0: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's, um, um, it, it's an interesting thing because you see, especially with TikTok and things like that, the, the repurposing of other people's content to get your uh, bumps is, is becoming quite a thing.
1: Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's the thing about TikTok is like none of the stuff on TikTok is original anymore. It's like they start these uh, these trends and everybody will do this certain dance (laughs) and stuff. And, you know, like sometimes I I feel a little bit dirty because I'm like, I look at some of these women dancing. I'm like, holy crap, this bitch might not even be over 18.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got to watch out for that.
1: Oh, that's me kissing bull's balls right there.
0: All right. that's Me uh, and Soul
1: Brother Kevin, and, and yeah, they paid me uh, $200 to kiss a, a, a bull's nuts.
0: Holy shit. So I just want to, you know, we were talking about organizing this a little bit. So my suggestion to you, buddy, on this, mm-hmm. uh, to give some sort of valuable information here. Throw okay. Together, throw together some playlists, man. Okay. You know, organize, like, your Tuttle on the radio segments versus your random clips versus you know so
1: like um, monster stuff i can i can put monster stuff and then i can put like stuff i've done with bubba on there
0: yeah i mean if that's especially if that's the way folks know you i think that's a brilliant way to do it because you know somebody knows you from the monsters they know you from bubba they'll pull up your youtube channel and go they'll go right to that stuff you know without digging through your Uh whole list of videos
1: Um, yeah i'm I mean, I'm, my subscribers have gone up. Like I'm not getting a lot, a lot of hits, but I mean i'm 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 picking up probably like nine or ten new subscribers a week
0: that's that's phenomenal, man. and And I'm not please know that I'm not trying to tell you that you're even doing anything wrong. Um, no,
1: but it could be better. I like it. I mean, any, yeah. anything else to help it grow
0: and i'll I'll give you a look at mine. And this is what we've started for the Matt major show, <clears throat> basically all over fresh. Based on is that a is story. that
1: a stock radio board, or is that the board you're running right now?
0: That is Bubba the Love Sponge's board. Oh,
1: I should have known that, that all is, the goddamn Post-it notes.
0: That is a photo I took when I did the show from Bubba's studio a few years back. But what I've started to do, and I talked about this a little bit about the about the plan, right? So all this mm-hmm. content, all these videos, this is just from our last week's episode. Oh, uh, okay. And and what I did. As you can see on the top, that's the full episode. I posted that up there. That's also on the three one five live website. That's the the home base for the Matt Major show, among other things. But the full episode is there. And oh, I, I see what you did. And then I went through and sliced up our various segments. And uh-huh. the key to the key to all of these, and you can see, I got you know a, a wide variety of almost no views, but. Being a brand new channel, these are all loaded up with uh, keywords and things like that. And they talk about the particular story. So you can see here, this, this one where Tuttle and I talked about Governor Cuomo, that was the most popular one. The reason is, he's a hot topic, people were Googling around, and our video happened to float in that mix.
1: Okay. All right. So let me let me ask you, what what are the keys
0: to, because...
1: I've read I've read conflicting reports. A lot of people like if you put in too many tags, it messes up with the algorithms yeah. of the YouTube video. True or false on that?
0: I see. There's a big debate specifically about tags because back in the day, tags were where it was at. Today, people will tell you that Google doesn't even use tags, but they still have the field there for you to fill in. So mm. you know, it's a it's a big debate. So it's
1: gone by title more than uh,
0: I think. Title. And the text in your description is a big thing. The other thing to keep in mind is, you know, the Google algorithm can now actually crawl your video. So at some point, it will index the shit that we say in the video, whether it's in the text or not. But the text is always going to be the gold. The other thing that I've tried to do is step up my thumbnail game. Because especially on YouTube, thumbnails uh, that you see, and, you know, that's that, that first image that you see on every video. That's one of the biggest things that you could put in place on YouTube to grab attention when you see those search results. I do like that it... Now, it's can can those... Lot,
1: uh, but those artworks sometimes, though, really piss me off when you click on them. Like, you know, sometimes when I'm, like, getting really high or when I <laughs> used to drink, I'd like to watch, like, uh, lions eating things and stuff.
0: Yeah. And,
1: like, they would have they would have a thumbnail a uh, lion uh eats a dog and i'm like oh goddamn i got to watch this and and it's just it's nothing there's no there's not even a goddamn dog in the video
0: yeah yeah the the i guess you would call that clickbait right the the lies yeah. the the fake headlines and shit that's that is the worst but that's one of the things you'll see you know the google algorithm and all these facebook algorithms the same thing their end goal is that whatever you search for, whatever you actually want, you get when you search for it, right? So, at some point, the algorithm will be able to filter out the shit that says it's one thing but it's actually not, and that's that's eventually what they're going to. But that's why we always preach, you know, the quality. There used to be okay. Used to be scams oh. that you could do. Basically, you could game the, the <coughs> Google system by loading it with just particular phrases. That doesn't work anymore it really goes for the quality of the content which is pretty cool
1: all right you know another thing that really pisses me off if you do one of those like back-to-back commercials like right in front of the video i'm like uh, listen i i was like this video is not good enough for me to sit through two commercials even though they're five seconds or i could skip ahead of them are they going a little bit crazy on over because like you'll see these like ten minute videos and it'll have like four or five commercial breaks in the goddamn yeah. thing?
0: I mean, here's the thing. That that is a content creator who is really trying to squeeze every penny they can. And while I don't blame them, I think the issue that you run into is exactly what you mentioned. Like people just aren't gonna sit through it. So are you are you driving more people away by you know, shoving more commercials down their throat, that's, that's an argument that could be made, so it's, you really gotta, you really gotta know your audience, and you really gotta, you know, understand that if you don't have rabid, loyal fans that are willing to sit through that shit, they're probably not going to, and that's gonna hurt you overall.
1: So, what are some of these people, like, what, what, how many subscribers do you need on YouTube to, to make a living off of it? Like, A six-figure number a year.
0: So that's like the end-all question, right? Yeah. That's – it depends. There's no straight-up answer to that question. Obviously, the more subscribers you have, the better, uh, but also the more views. So you'll see some folks that get considerably more views than they have subscribers. That's because their SEO game is hot. You know, maybe they have a video that goes viral. But they haven't done a great job of trying to get those folks to subscribe, which is something they should do. And the advantage of that, of course, is when like, you subscribe, people are automatically notified when you put up new stuff. So in theory, more people watch.
1: Like, what do you think Pootie Pie's making? Is he still the top dog, or is it T series still? He's.
0: Uh, I think Pootie Pie is up there. I. I I'll pull it up for you in just a second. Sorry, I don't mean to tell you. No, I no, 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 you're fine. Or, um... Um, the interesting thing is, and, and I don't have it queued up, but there was a guy on TikTok that has a, a YouTube channel. He's got 2.5 million followers, or, or subscribers, mm-hmm. rather. And he took us through the, the data of how much money he makes. He is making thousands of dollars a day in ads. The reason is, though, he's getting between half a million and a million views a day. Not a month, a day. And with that type of thing, you can see, and he shows right on the graph. It goes from five grand a day to, on his good days when he gets a lot of views, he's making ten thousand dollars a day in YouTube ads. Um, now,
1: is YouTube is YouTube like? Do they have to like people that make that type of money? Are they having to uh, ten ninety or, or ten ninety nine or whatever? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's straight income, and that's something that. I guess a lot of people don't think of. There's a lot of folks who who joined things like OnlyFans, and they started making lots of money and suddenly realized, oh, shit, we got to...
1: Wait, the government's taxing the horse?
0: Yeah, you know. Any penny you get, man. That's <clears> what they want. Let's see. This is an d- article that goes into way in-depth, and I don't really want all that shit. This says PewDiePie's net worth is thirty to fifty million. That doesn't that doesn't tell me what I want on YouTube. Uh hold on. There's a calculator that supposedly will tell us. So now I gotta find his fucking
1: Now let me let me let me ask you this. So, you know, there's been a lot of controversy over like PewDiePie with some of the dumb stuff he's done, like saying the N word and 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 a couple of other things like these people are definitely doing this stuff on purpose, right? Just to like get their name out there, like oh my god, Pudi I called somebody the N word while he was shooting them with a sniper rifle.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. I I I feel like that particular incident where he where he said the N word that was something yeah. that if you saw that he was in the middle of gaming, somebody killed him, and he... oh you. And or or something them. along those lines, which is something, quite frankly, if you've played a lot of games, you've been around gamers for years, is something that some of them say, as a reaction like that, knee-jerk. I don't know that he did it on purpose.
1: Now, if, I've, I've, I've never been a big gamer. like, like on, I mean, I play games, but I never got online to play people. Like, I I would drive me crazy if some kid was like... To, uh, Coming at me the wrong way sideways Like I'd be like I'm gonna hunt you down You little motherfucker and (laughs) Like yeah like for real like I would be the one guy that would go to A kid's house and just beat the Shit out of them
0: I, I understand But you know What are you gonna do It's it's People are playing they're aggressive You're not necessarily thinking I'm not saying it's Okay but all right here we go I found one that looks like maybe it works let me close the fucking pop-ups, and I'll put it on the screen for you. I'm driving multiple computers here, so this is cool. All right, so this says, if you can read this, PewDiePie.
1: $107 million. God. No, no, that's
0: 107 million oh. subscribers. Oh, okay. I was about that's, to say. <laughs> that's a third of the population of the United States, just just for yes. reference, that subscribes to PewDiePie. I'm not saying they're all Americans, but it's just in in numbers. The last 90 days, he's added 800000 uh, So I guess he's he's not necessarily down. Estimated earnings per video, $14,000 per video. Now, of course, these people want us to pay for their, uh, their full yeah. service. Yeah. But if we go to his, let's see. So at $14,000 per video, let's go to his channel. Let's see if it tells us. Does it tell us just like how many videos? It doesn't tell me how many videos. It's got 26. Holy shit.
1: 26 million views. Jesus. Holy
0: shit. Yeah, I wish there was a total number of videos. But you can see. So, you know, without a calculator, $14,000. $14,000. $14,000. (laughs) $14,000. Like, just add them up. Uh, Yeah, God. It'll make you sick. At the same time, you know people will say well this is this is this guy's the top of the list right this is not a realistic thing for a normal person this is the uh, the a list the guy who hit the lottery in this field and you'd be right about all those things but that's not to say
1: he was a that, grinder though
0: that's that's exactly it man that's exactly it w- 95% of the failures In the content industry, and I'm talking about YouTubers and Twitch streamers and all that, podcasters, is not doing it. You need to do this shit. You got to do it pretty much every day. And when it comes to posting and promoting, you got to do that multiple times a day. It is a job. A lot of people think, oh, this guy's just playing video games. This guy's just doing whatever. Because I see this one video that's 20 minutes, it might have taken him eight hours to put that video together.
1: Well, he actually he's talked about it. He has his own editor. Like well, like sure. he does. You
0: know does. Yeah. At that stage absolutely. But you know, I'm just talking in general for folks that are grinding, they want to make it in the podcast business, they want to make it in the YouTube or the, the Twitch streaming business. How do I do that? What's the shortcut? What's the hack? Uh, I didn't The hack is to fucking do it just like Tuttle is. I did <clears throat> I
1: I didn't see a growth in my audio podcast until I Made up my mind. I'm like, I'm going to see how many days in a row that I can do on my show without taking a break. And I think I went almost three months, every single day, even Saturdays and Sundays. And it sucked. There were some days where, like, you know what? I know it's only a forty-five to forty-five minutes to an hour hour podcast, but it's just like some days you just don't feel creative.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, and it's work. You know what I mean? And if you don't want to put in the work, and I say this as, as kind of a, not necessarily a lecture, but as a reminder to myself, because I've been there. I can't tell you how many volumes of content that I have on my hard drive that we recorded or did a live show, and it never went anywhere else. I've got some probably yeah, I mean, really I've good th- shit that has never seen the light of day because I was too lazy to edit it and put it out. And that's, the, that's a problem.
1: No, here I'll give you an example of how like stupid things, uh, how stupid things happen. Where they, the crabs. There was a land crab here in in the uh, in the uh, hobo fish camp, and me filming that that goddamn land crab. Everybody loved that. It got me like a thousand views over just some stupid video of a crab.
0: That's that's incredible. <laughs> And But you know what, it doesn't surprise me because the simplest things, like I've been doing a lot of this uh, while I'm working, I'm putting in like something in the background, you know, and a lot of times I'll just listen to the radio, I'll listen to a podcast, but I've been really into lately uh, these like sounds of nature, you know, this oh, yeah. like rainforest relaxation shit, and it's it's kind of cool, I like it. And it's interesting what random shit people will just put on.
1: Like the ASMR videos. Like, yes. I mean, I, people love them.
0: That's, that's absolutely true. I'm pulling up one more thing. I want to ask you about Tuttle because as you get in, now you've been doing, you know, pre-recorded podcast and then you put it up on mm-hmm. your various platforms a lot of people these days are big into the streaming. They're big into the Twitch, all these different things. Have you, do you watch a lot of streamers? Do you get into the streaming at all? Uh, or? I,
1: I mean, I, I, I do, man, but like this year, I, I, I've been kind of staying away from it because it's like, you know, even though I am not far along in my radio career, you would think I'd be a lot further with all the experience I have, but You know, like, I sit there and I cannot enjoy radio shows because all I do is think about what they did wrong. You know, instead of being able to enjoy something, I'm always just trying to break it down.
0: So the reason I ask is because as I'm getting into this more and more, a few years ago, it was all about Twitch, right? And you went to Twitch and you had your Twitch chat. Now everybody on Twitch and all these channels... They stream on Twitch and and many other places, but the home base for their conversations and their community is on Discord. Have you fucked with Discord? Oh, yes,
1: yes, I've I've used Discord, yes.
0: So the reason I'm talking about this is as we're looking at, you know, this is a test show. We're looking at doing the Matt Major show again every day, specifically on Twitch. And when we do that, I want to get into this Twitch world. So for a while, I've had a Discord server set up for 315 Live. So if you go to the 315 Live website... Whether you're checking out the Matt Major show or the Tuttle show or clips from the Bubba the Love Sponge show that you can find there, you like how I slipped that in there, you can join our Discord. I haven't used this hardly at all.
1: Now um, that's the one where you can like uh, you can share files back and forth with the people that are on 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 the on the stream as well as like chat as well too back yeah, and forth,
0: right? So Discord is a really interesting. I don't know if we want to call it a platform, a service, a tool, whatever. Some people describe it as setting up your own social media because what you can do is you can set up all these different chat rooms and these different things, similar to, you know, old-school Internet chat rooms, but you can set up your different topics, and then you have different capabilities. So, like you said, share videos, share images, memes, whatever you want, but there's also video and audio chat involved and some of the big streamers are actually using the discord video chat to do what we're doing right now they use it for their uh live guest remotes and all kinds of things so it's a very interesting well how's the thing.
1: quality how how's the quality on that though like i mean is it is it pretty like reliable and stable
0: yeah from what i can see you know i watch hassan piker and he uses it for a lot of his remotes and once in a while, you'll have a hiccup. Somebody's internet connection will drop, but I don't feel like that's any more than I see with folks using any other service like Skype, like we're using now. Mm. So I, it's it's honestly pretty impressive. So think, go ahead.
1: So I have to talk to you about an, an endeavor that I'm actually working on, and I know it's really really big. I've got I'm 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 in in discussing a discussion to, in buying like either a box van or one of those things. Cause I want to create a mobile podcasting studio okay. and, and travel the United States of America and, and just hit all these like little festivals, mom and pop places, whatever it may be. Because I think people always love those like big adventure videos and, and podcasts and stuff. Is it a doable thing if you did it right?
0: That's interesting that you say that. I think it could be. I did one of my first podcasts is the You Should Be Here podcast that I did with Phil Farda. We did it live at Saranac Thursdays, which if you're not local, uh, the Saranac Brewery in Utica has a big summer concert series. Didn't happen this year because of the, the nightmare, but basically they've turned the back distribution area of their brewery, which is a, a big kind of fenced in area. They turn it into a huge concert venue. They have three thousand people there every Thursday. Uh, evening all summer long, we went and did a live podcast from there, and it was one of the best things we ever did. We made a ton of connections, we got a lot of exposure. It, it was phenomenal. That being said, the way I did it is I had all my gear in in rubber totes, and I would pack in and pack out and set up tables to broadcast with a full mixer and mics and and, cords yeah. and the whole deal. You know, it was about uh, when I got good at it. It was about thirty thirty five minutes of of setup and teardown. I had thought about a number of other ways to do that. And actually, in the past, I bought a a bus from a nursing home. One of those wheelchair buses type of deals. Was um, it
1: a short bus? Was it a short bus? No.
0: Well, it, it wasn't like the short school bus. It was, uh, you know, like oh. the nursing home uh, shuttle bus. It's just it's not as long as a school bus, but not as short as the, you know, the short bus. But i got the thing i got a hell of a deal on it and my whole plan was i was going to turn it into a mobile podcast studio i got freaked out uh because it had high my had like two hundred thousand miles on it ran great but it had a lot of uh miles on it and i got real paranoid that if i had this thing out somewhere and it broke down i wouldn't have the money to pay for a tow to get it home <laughs> Um yeah <that coughs> so yeah i i put it up for sale and, and i made some good money on it but I think a mobile podcast studio is a very interesting thing. One of the thoughts that that I had to do it in a much simpler way is to do it similar to the way a lot of DJs do, where they build uh, basically a whole rack of audio equipment, but it's in a a kind of a container on wheels that they can easily just wheel to a venue, flip open, uh, and they're basically rolling. And that's the type of thing that I was thinking about putting together, you know, one of those almost like suitcase setups. Oh, yeah. Could do some mobile stuff. Um, yeah,
1: but then, then people would be like, oh, this guy, like when you showed up to cover like uh, a presidential event or something, like he's got a bomb. Yeah. He's, well, he's got he... –
0: if, if you want to do – well, that's a whole different story. If you're going to do something like that, you might just, you know, go with a camera and a microphone and a tripod. But have you ever done that? Have you ever covered any presidential events? Because it's – uh, yeah, I have. Well, it's I mean, I –
1: Well, I did. the. I mean, no, I was invited. like we had a chance to go up there because when I was in D.C., I actually was interviewing for a job for at WJFK in Washington, D.C. when Ron and Fez were there. And and the greatest, greatest thing about it was I I kept asking, like, why are all the outside windows? I'm not even just talking (laughs) about the studio. But why, why are all the outside windows, like, bulletproof glass? And he was like, yeah, G. Gordon Liddy used to do a show here all the time, and people would just take shots at him from the, from the road. Holy shit. Like, just straight up drive by G. Gordon Liddy's ass while he's on the air, and they had to put up bulletproof glass.
0: That's insane.
1: But, no, I went out there. But, yeah, you see, during those presidential campaign stuff, like, you, you – You can't go out there and be your zany, crazy self, because, like, if you get out of control, you know, some guys in suits and black glasses are going to beat the crap out of you with rubber hoses once they pull you
0: away from the crowd. You know, I I thought it was wild. The first time I covered one of those events is, you know, first of all, you you can't just show up. I mean, if you want to tape outside, obviously that's public, but... If you want to be in the event, you want to cover the event, you can't just show up. You've got to register. But it's really easy. Like, you, you send them an email, and they're like, all right, cool, be here at a certain time. And then what you have to do is you go in well before the event. The Secret Service looks you over. They let you set up in the media area. You know, usually there's risers and things. Like, you see if you're at an event, you turn around. That's where the media is. That's where you set up. But you set up all your shit. And then you have to get out for three hours. And the reason you get out is once you're all set up, the Secret Service then takes their bomb dogs and goes through all the media shit that's set up in ah. the in the uh, the building, and clears that. Then you're allowed to come back in for the event and, and film and do the whole thing. But it it was an interesting thing, and for a li- for a little bit, you're like, wait a minute. So I'm supposed to leave all my expensive high-end video equipment here and just just walk away and. Uh, Yes, the Secret Service will keep an eye on it. <laughs> like it's really not <laughs> well, something you have to worry about, but it, it feels weird.
1: Oh, of course, of course. You know what I've always wondered, like what it what I would give to be one of those reporters that that goes goes into this uh, press room, and when the president does his briefings or that that bitch Kelly, whatever her name is, right now. Even though I find her extremely attractive. But I could never date her because all it would be is nothing but lie. Hey, are you uh, fucking another dude? No, honey. We're, no, no. She would just straight up lie right to your face. And she's a great liar, by the way.
0: Can you imagine having a press secretary as a spouse? I, I agree with you, buddy. That would be horrible.
1: But, like, I would always want to be in there because, like, if she – like. Because they give you these runaround answers. And and I don't know if it's because the reporters don't want to screw up their chance or gig of being there. Right. Because nobody presses them when they just give you this runaround question. And and I'm not just talking Trump's people. I mean, this is the way that it's always been, where they never answer any question at all. And I'd stand up and I'd be, I would stand up and I was like, you didn't answer my question at all. You just like tried to Jedi mind trick me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's the way they do it—spin, you know, or or just non-answer. Uh, but
1: she is, she is hot as hell. I, I thought,
0: man, oh! Yeah, but I, I bet know.
1: she would be a bad leg. Like, <laughs> like she would just be judging you the whole time, <laughs> and, 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 and just like, oh god! Holy
0: shit, those this are your is,
1: boxers? <laughs> yes, yeah, is this as deep as you could? I, I'm using the whole five inches, uh, Kelly. <laughs> like, I'm sorry.
0: Shit. That's why we have total everybody. He's great. Buddy, I I know you had limited time. Are you? Yeah. uh, You got to run for the door? You got time for a couple more minutes? Tell me what you Yeah, I got
1: a couple more minutes, yeah. All right,
0: cool. I got a couple of of things lined up here. Entertainment news. I might as well throw this out there while while we got you. Are you a Letterkenny fan?
1: I've heard a lot about it, but is that the show up in Canada? It is. No,
0: it is. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 I have seen clips and stuff, but I've I've never really gotten into it.
0: I think, and and I was I was a late comer to it as well. I think it's one of the best shows ever made, and the new season is coming back.
1: Yeah, I I've heard a lot of good things.
0: This is on Hulu, of course. The day after Christmas. I'm pretty excited about that.
1: Now, do Go you ahead. think that they're getting too many streaming services now? It's like because the, what I'm saying is it's like not everybody's going to buy every single streaming yeah. service like Hulu. Like I've never had Hulu before. I mean, which ones do you sign up for?
0: Well, I have like all of them, but partially because I'm kind of in the content business. So I'm I'm trying to stay on top of these types of things. And it's a legitimate business expense.
1: So do you have cable, though? Or do you just use nothing but streaming?
0: I don't. So I did for the longest time. <clears> I was <throat> a, I was a very late cord cutter, especially for somebody as, as nerdy and technical as I am. But I finally made the switch to YouTube TV as my primary, I guess you would say, cable replacement. That's where we watch all the network shows and the local shit. We do also have Hulu that we watch quite a bit. Netflix? Uh, yep. Yep, Netflix, Disney Plus, CBS. Oh, what was the other one? There's a couple of Peacock. Ones. You know what? I haven't fucked with that one too much yet. Just because I don't know, I haven't had the need to. But a lot of the good NBC shows, I think The Office got pulled off of Netflix, Netflix. So that'll be on Pe- Peacock. So.
1: If you get a chance, check out, and I know it's going to sound really, really weird, and and I, I I fought against it, but I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to watch the first uh, episode,
0: the, the Queen's Gambit. You know, I've been hearing about this, but I haven't—I don't know anything. What is it about?
1: Okay, so I don't want to give a whole bunch of it away, but did you ever see the movie uh, Split by M. Night Shyamalan or, nope. or Glass?
0: I, yeah? I, I did not.
1: <clears throat> well, anyways— her name is Anya Taylor Joy, but she is an orphan, but she learns how to play chess and she's this chess prodigy, but she gets addicted to drugs and alcohol. So she's like this crazy, like Babe Ruth of chess, like just getting fucked out of her mind Hello. Uh, on Reboots pills and alcohol she can take to, to alter her state. And it's really, really interesting.
0: That's pretty cool. I, I've been hearing, you know, this is one of those shows that you see on social media. Suddenly, everybody's talking about it. I
1: fight that every time. I fought Tiger King. I was like, fuck you. I'm not watching this Tiger King show. Oh, well, I, I, eventually, I, I eventually did, but I, I wasn't jumping on the hype just because everybody else does. And let's be honest, a lot of these people don't even like or watch this show. They just say it because they want to be a part of the goddamn cool crowd.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't disagree. Um, Hulu has been has been doing well. I've never been a huge Hulu fan. My wife watches a number of shows on there, but I recently, uh, this past weekend, watched a video, uh, Pacific Island or something like that. Had Andy Samberg no. in it. I hate Andy Samberg. I can't stand him. The movie was funny as hell, though. I highly recommend it. Also on Hulu, I'm not doing a Hulu commercial. I swear to God, these, these topics just happen to be coming on here. But as of today... The Animaniacs oh, yeah. Reboots, Reboots. Oh, yeah. are symptomatic of a fundamental lack of originality in Hollywood. Have you no shame? I used to know the whole Here's your check song for, for the Animaniacs. This. I was, I'm not gonna do it now, but I had the idea for a bit to see which one of us could remember more words to that song. I'm not gonna do it, but. You should see how you do guys, it's a the lot of
1: Animaniacs. The Wait, don't. I think we're zany Wait, to the max. I know I no, messed up. <laughs> Something like that. Sit back and relax. Put on your slacks. We are the enemy. Yeah, something like that. But, you know, what was really creative, do you remember, was it Wacko or Yacko that did the, the state songs, the state capitals? Do, do you remember yes. that one?
0: I do. I don't remember how they go, but I know what you're talking about.
1: And then they did one with the countries, too. Oh,
0: yep. I remember that.
1: It, now, uh, what were they? What did they ever say in the show? What they were? Are they dogs?
0: I, that's a great question. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't know that they ever did answer such a thing. You would think, because they almost look like, you know, like Goofy or or Pluto or. You know.
1: Pluto and Goofy. That's the thing about it. They're both dogs, right? I yeah. mean, I've never understood that.
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. But uh, Pinky and the oh, Brain Kinky was always brain. my favorite. And that'll be an interesting, interesting thing. So I think there's going to be a lot of adults watching cartoons this weekend.
1: Now, do you think it, it now is the is Animaniacs going to get a little bit more adult now, you think? Well, or the because it, they were?
0: if you realize it always kind of was, that was their, yeah. their thing is they were like making real adult jokes to kids that didn't get them.
1: Hey, was that a Trump Cyclops that they had in in, in in the video there? If you back it up there, it was an orange-looking Donald Trump Cyclops looking guy. Just I, I, I don't know exactly where it was at. Hold on. <clears throat> it, hold on, just watch. No, I, you gotta no. go back a little bit more. I remember it was. Let's see. But yeah, they had like a hold on. Yeah, hold on. It's coming up here. I think. Right there. There
0: goes it. Was a- I, I was like, it. are
1: they are they doing Donald Trump jokes now? And I'm like, Hell well, yeah. I think
0: they might be right? in, in the preview. It mentioned something about making covid jokes. So that think, right
1: there looks like Donald Trump. If I've ever seen one as a cyclops.
0: Well, I'd have to I'd have to agree with that. Now we got to watch the fucking show and figure it out. But that's that's going to be kind of cool. The, the big question, and I guess we can read the reviews to find out, is, you know, is this the same as the show? Is it still a kid's show? Can I watch it with my six-year-old? Because if so, I might have something I can watch with my six-year-old today.
1: Now, uh, let, let me ask you on that, okay? Now, growing up, I mean, my parents let me watch pretty much anything I wanted to. And if it was really, really bad, one of my parents always watched it with me and and would explain, you know, now this is something you don't do or, you know, yeah. this isn't right. You know, how how do you feel about that? I, I actually think when you don't shelter your kids, they're a little bit more adjusted when when they make it into high school because high school can be rough as hell.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. You know, that's something that my wife and I go back and forth on a lot because... She's a big, like, horror movie fan. And yeah. it's like, you know, when do we let our little kids watch scary movies? And there's some folks that are of the school of thought that the answer is never. But there's other folks that, from a very young age, let their kids watch literally anything. And their whole theory is, is kind of similar to what you're saying, is that, you know, once they're exposed to it and they realize it's entertainment and it's fake and it's not whatever, they're a lot more adjusted. I think the answer might be somewhere in the middle there, but uh, you know,
1: this this is also another thing I I thought of. So how how old are you, Matt?
0: Thirty nine.
1: You're thirty nine. All right, God, I'm old, man. I'm about to turn forty one. <laughs> but but uh, what what how much easier have you ever thought about this? How much easier it would have been for us growing up and learning about things. Yeah. We would get wrong information because growing up, most of the information you got about sex or something like that was from your buddy. Okay. How much easier would have things been if we would have had Google or one of these big (laughs) search engines back in the day where we could have like actually like looked up and done our own research.
0: I don't know. Uh, That's, I think it's a good question. The only concern that I have there is all the other things that you can look up. And does that mean you're now going to have some real fucked up ideas about things that aren't realistic?
1: Yeah. Or or maybe I mean,
0: maybe you are just going to learn the ways of the world a little quicker. You know, I guess it could go either way.
1: And and, and speaking about how things are. Now, this is another question. And I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get you sidetracked. No, you're but are fine. This is, all right. So, all right. For example, okay. What movie was on the other? Oh, okay. Spider-Man. They've been showing this original Spider-Man trilogies on like stars. Okay. And, and back then I was like, Oh my God, this is the best CGI that I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And now looking back on it, I'm like, Holy crap. This was kind of bad when it comes to the CGI. Yeah. Is that, is that how it is always going to be with movies? Like, movies that came out last year that are really really good cgi now 10 10, 15 years from now are we going to look back at those videos that are like holy crap that was uh, uh, garbage
0: i i mean i think you have the potential for that i mean if you think back to movies that are old now there's so many of them that are exactly like you say you can see how chintzy it was or you can see how shitty the effects were at the same time you can watch something like star wars that was made in 1978 and the The shit that George Lucas did back then to make it oh, look like the capabilities that that most can't even pull off in CGI today, you know, I, I think it just depends on how they did it. because something like that, you know that still holds up. And even the special effects, there's a couple of them that that you look at, and you think,, right, that's a little cheesy. but you know, I feel like if you do it right, you'll you'll hold up
1: but but not even not even with CGI like god i i can't think of off, off the top of my head but like action movies back in the day we would watch them and we'd be like yeah. that's the baddest thing that anybody's ever said yeah. on in in movie history and then 15 years later you watch it you're like oh god that that was bad
0: yeah there's there's it's interesting to see how things change you know here in New York state the the thruway that's our main highway has always been a toll road mm-hmm. and you could always pay for it with an easy pass uh, similar in florida you got the sun pass Tuttle, you know electronic tag thing but if you didn't do that you had to stop at the toll booth as you got on and off you get a ticket and you pay cash mm-hmm. as of last weekend they ended that they took the toll booths out also long. they plate. put up these electronic readers so that even if you don't have one of these easy passes the thing will read your your license plate they'll send you a bill in the mail there's no more toll collectors
1: or And, and I, I
0: bring this up because last weekend I was flipping through some old comedy albums listening to while I was getting my drink on a little bit, and I came across the classic Adam Sandler bit, Tollbooth Willie. And as I'm listening to it and I'm laughing, I'm going, fuck, kids today won't even understand what a Tollbooth Willie is. You know what no, I mean? Uh, it's, it's just the way things change and the way so many of these you know i guess dated bits of entertainment we look back and like wow that's not the way the world works anymore
1: no 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 it's it just it's so weird like here i'll give you an ex- another example when talking about music now i i still to this day now everybody does this every single person does this okay everybody thinks their generation i mean you would think the most fun time is like from you know 13 to 19 or the years where you're growing up yeah. and you're you're discovering things and and i claim that the 90s had some of the best music and i'm not just talking alternative rock or anything I agree with i'm you. talking i'm talking about like great country music at the time great rap music you had nwa you had like gray yeah. you had eminem towards the late of late part of it you had Biggie and Tupac so the music I thought in the 90s was great but man some of the shit that they would like (laughs) do with alternative rock music like the presidents of the United States the song about peaches like I in my mind he was trying to fuck a peach like because he talks (laughs) about I'm taking my finger uh putting it inside make a little room for it to hide I'm like that guy's wanting to stick his dick in a peach
0: wow all right I could see that Yeah, we had wild songs. You remember uh, the King Missile song, Detachable Penis? Yes. You play on rock radio on regular rotation?
1: Oh, man. Oh, dude, you want to know the first time. Oh, the first time I ever got bitched out by program director Matt. Like, I mean, just like fucking hair hair dryer treatment. By hair dryer treatment, he's just yelling in your face and your hair's drying because he's just. I was, I was bored out they were, it was during like spring break. Cause we had all the event weeks here in Daytona beach uh-huh. and, and me wanting to make sure we were, we were right on time at the top of the hour. They, they, they ended their show early and program directors back then do not mess with the logs. I've spent all day handpicking all these songs right. and I put in Weezer's undone the sweater song and, and I know any better, but that's like, a. Five minute, fifteen minute, five five minute, fifteen second song, and I, it was like I fucking I fucked his daughter. It was <laughs> so that, bad, like that's crazy. And then Ron and Fez, every time I come on the air, them they'd they'd be playing the Undone Sweater song by Weezer, just to mess with me.
0: That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that was the first time I ever got bitched out by a PD.
0: Shout out to Artie and an oversight in the chat hanging out with us. Tuttle one more quick story and talking about, you know, the shit on the internet and the things that that we see. I don't know if you saw this story, but this is this is kind of an interesting one. Let me flip the screen so everybody can see it. The Pope and let's be honest, not the Pope, but the Pope's Instagram account accidentally liked a thirst trap picture.
1: Now, was it was it a- was it a legal
0: age person? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm, ju- I'm just so,
0: asking. Here's the thing. And we know how this happens. Like, if you've been on Instagram, it's easy to accidentally, because as you're scrolling, you know, a double tap gives you a little heart, and you can just be scrolling and, oh, shit, I just like that thing. I've done that. And then you quickly unlike it. The other thing, you know, that can happen is you're, you're digging through somebody's pictures out of pure thirst and you accidentally deep-like one. But here, Tuttle, if you could see the screen and everybody else... Yeah, I can see it. This is the photograph that the Pope's account gave a little heart to. And you let's want me to honest, be honest? I actually have more
1: respect for the Pope now.
0: Well, again, it was probably a staffer. But, like, this isn't, like, some pretty... This is some hot-ass chick showing off her lingerie. This is, like, all right, respect.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Like, I mean, I'm just glad it wasn't like a, like a baby in a crib or something. That Some, would something been real creepy. creepy, right? Yeah, like if you like, yeah. The
0: the the two people, the Pope and this young woman, do not follow each other, which is interesting. The Pope has 7.4 million followers, and uh, Garbato, I guess, is her name. Has 2.4. She went up 100,000 in the last week. Thank you, Pope. Uh, Maybe the
1: Pope's trying to save her.
0: Well, let me she posted, save that. supposed to to that So, <laughs> Which I think might be a stretch, but... Uh, Do you think
1: the Pope wants to make her ass a saint? Like... It, it,
0: I mean, it's holy. Oh! <laughs> that's Matt's That
1: ass looks fake. It's uh,
0: And you know, like a lot of people, a lot of people
1: do not realize this, like most white men, there's some, there's some sexual positions you would not be able to do with her. Like, seriously, like doggy would be absolutely impossible with her because you're just, you you, got to get through at least about four inches of ass meat there just to get even close to it. And, and then, and then you're like, Oh yeah, man. Maybe I'm just like putting that on me and not everybody else. I bet Matt Major's got like a down to his knee.
0: I don't know about all that, but yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta worry when you bring your A game, is it enough <laughs> for uh, you know somebody of that stature?
1: Now let me ask you, your your wife, like. Uh, so when did you, when did you meet her? I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm wanting to do a little bit of an interview. Were you guys sure. like high school sweethearts? No, or?
0: no, no, no. I, I met her about a decade ago. Really? And and we met online. Total. total like which people.
1: one? Like Chatterbait or?
0: No, at the time it was Plenty no. of Fish. That's before oh, plenty, plenty of Fish, of fish. turned <laughs> into a real shit show. Wasn't uh,
1: Plenty of Fish like a religious dating site? No, or no, no. No, no because it, I kept thinking fish, you know, like
0: it, Jesus yeah, Fish. No, yeah, I gotcha no it was it was the original free dating site that was why it was so popular or or maybe even still is. I haven't been in the game in a while, but out of all the you know match and shit that you had to pay for, that was the one that was free and I got lucky because i I caught her on on like one of her first days on there uh-huh. because most folks, men and women get on those sites and they get disgusted with them within like a week so luckily i I struck while the iron was hot and so
1: you made the move you made the move on her like so like uh, give me give me an idea you probably don't even remember like i this is like the the golden age like the the uh, the beginning of dating sites like what what's your opening move when you don't even know this person like like what 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 do you come with
0: so my opening move was always some kind of jokes and i've seen a lot of guys and i think when i started this i did the carbon copy cuz what you do is you go through there and i guess like with tinder all you got to do is click that you like the person that's that's the whole thing well. but but back in the day you had to actually send them a fucking email so a lot of folks would do like a form email they'd send to every girl hi i'm matt and you know my dick is huge that that would never work but the the key to any of those is you got to personalize them you got to make it look like you read the person's profile and you make a reference to something they like, and you know it's it's like real life flirting. You gotta you gotta pique some interest, especially with these ladies that are getting thousands of messages a day. So, you know, try to be how funny. How long? Try to try to make it long, seem like you paid attention to them.
1: How long did you have to wait before you guys met with each other?
0: Uh, we in particular not very long. You know, it was one of those no, where uh, we started talking for a little while. I don't, I don't, honestly don't remember. It wasn't, you know. Wasn't like the next day type of thing, but, but we talked for a short time before. It Was like, all right, let's let's meet.
1: Yeah, i I've I've met a few, but it just seems like as of late. I don't know if it's because of this pandemic or whatever, but everybody just seems very very flighty. Or it's just me. I I look like maybe like John Mark Carr or something.
0: You know who who knows? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you gotta you gotta go with the humor and you got to go with the you know give them some attention if they if their profile talks about loving soccer mm. you got to throw a fucking soccer reference in your, oh, your I, opening statement you know what i mean um, I, that's, that's i could talk soccer out. all day you know i got lucky i got i i might almost say reverse catfished with my wife because she had a very beautiful headshot picture uh, mm-hmm. like so many do but it was almost one of those that was at the right angles and the right things that it's like she took a picture like that to hide, you know, some features that that she she's trying to hide. And yeah. and I fully expected that. And I don't really care. You know what I mean? I like people. Yeah, yeah. People, so I got talking to her and, and everything was cool. The first time I met her, it was like, holy fuck, you're dramatically hotter yeah. than your your photos, which is normally the exact opposite, you know, as you know. People really know how to make themselves look good in photos. Uh, and they don't look anything like that in reality. This girl, just the opposite. Uh, and That's why I knew she was a keeper.
1: These filters are becoming ridiculous women. <laughs> Stop using all these goddamn filters. And I'm telling you right now, when I'm on Tinder, if you post a filter with you wearing a dog nose, dog ears, I'm swiping left immediately because I don't want any part of that shit at all. Yeah. Do not wear dog faces.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. Like the ears are, are okay. For some reason that little animal nose that all these ladies yeah. think is cute is the most annoying fucking thing I've ever seen. Like if I ever saw a woman in real life that had a nose like that, I would run in the other direction.
1: Yeah. But these filters, are so I don't look, I have a keen eye and I'm sure you do. You could tell what's filtered or oh, yeah. not. But but like some people they they just don't pay any attention. They they just Oh yeah. They they just like, oh, man, she's really, really No, dude, she that's all filter.
0: Well, especially, you know, originally, like you're talking about with the animals and stuff, those were like goofy. You Snapchat. know, cartoon type of things. But now they have filters that are really just enhancements. So they make your eyes a little brighter or bigger or twinkle a little bit. In they give you, eyelashes. That you don't necessarily know as a filter
1: yeah so. well my phone is on five percent it keeps telling me yeah and so, it's, it's
0: uh it's time to tap out anyway so well, I, I hope i want to I mean, I thank you for joining us buddy the Tuttle daily podcast if you if you got a second before that dies if you want to plug what, what you got going on there
1: yeah well the main 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 place you know you guys know matt major 315 live.com whenever i upload anything there it automatically goes to that website as well as my youtube channel so it's it's really really great now let me ask you how much do you guys archive on on that like uh, since i started like are you guys going to keep every show available up there
0: well so your content is lives on like your youtube or your. i know that feed. So, I, I well, just... th- so the answer to that is as long as it's up on those things uh, yeah be. it'll work on 315 live
1: yeah, man, just check it out. I appreciate it, man. If you, I mean, seriously, if you're if you're a fan of just content, podcasting, videos, whatever it may be, definitely uh, 315 Live is where you need to go because there's also a lot of other great shows on there as well.
0: That's awesome, man, and that's that's very well said. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to me cough. No, I want to thank everybody for watching <clears throat> and listening to the Matt Major show. We will be doing this on a regular basis. These are kind of some of our Friday test shows. But I'm pretty happy. Today, Friday. Going, so. I,
1: I lose track of days.
0: It is. Uh, yeah, I, I do as well with this this never leaving home deal. But follow us, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. The home base, again, will be on Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Matt Major is the place to be. We got merch. I didn't even get into this, but we got all kinds of crazy merch. Themerchlink.com. Uh, is the place to go and you can find all kinds of cool stuff. We just added some cool fashion designs from our girl Buttons, the former co-host of the Matt Major show, incredible artwork that you can get on shirts and dresses and all kinds of cool shit. Check that out and uh, like, subscribe, have fun I'll, with us.
1: Oh. And 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 I would I would give you this great idea, you know, to you know, try to get Mackenzie Berg to wear some of your stuff, but she doesn't reach out to anybody at
0: all. <laughs> I'm going to leave that at no comment. Uh, (laughs) it's been the man major show Tuttle. thank you so much for joining us buddy we'll see about next week is is kind of a holiday it's a day after thanksgiving so we'll figure out what we're doing next friday but i'm gonna try to do something probably so make sure you subscribe hit that bell so you know when we're live and uh, i don't know have a great day
1: see ya